Here's the thing. No two days on this planet are exactly the same. And so the structure of this podcast will follow suit. Each episode will be a compilation of the things that are feeding my mind, body, and spirit each and every week. Sometimes they will relate. And sometimes you'll be asking yourself, the fuck is this girl talking about? But I can promise you that if you surrender, not only will you find peace, but you'll find a piece of you here. So get out a notebook or tune in while you're driving, but be open to the messages as I share my life with you. This is a space of compassion, raw, honest conversations, joy, sadness, and everything in between. There are no rules here. I will show up as me and you simply must show up as you, all of you. This is the space where you will take radical ownership of your past, present, and create radical transformation in your future. This is a space of recognizing, honoring, and following your light. A place to take risks, to accept all of you, to open up those parts of you that you've been suppressing, and to finally bring yourself home. This is the Lighten the Fuck Up podcast. I am Coraline Hazelwood, your mindful biohacker, lifestyle entrepreneur, and determined to make a difference. If the name didn't give it away, there will be cursing because the world just feels a little more passionate with a few F-bombs and a whole lot of risk. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Lighten the Fuck Up podcast. It feels surreal to say it out loud, but I also get chills throughout my entire being. So I know that even though this is terrifying and scary and I have no idea what's going to come of it, I know that I am on the right path. I want to talk to you guys today about who we are as people. And the reason that this is coming up is because I kind of had this idea that my very first podcasting episode would be about sharing my story and finding a way to wrap that all into a nice, neat little bow about who I am and what I'm doing here on this planet in this meat suit at this very moment in time. And I kind of realized that that's extremely unrealistic. I mean, the reality is that every single moment on this planet is a step towards figuring out, maybe figuring out isn't the right word, uncovering who we are. And so I have this quote by author uh, Shannon Alder. That kind of struck me when I heard it, and I kind of want to share it with you guys and then talk a little bit about what you can expect and how this is going to work and my vision and me, a little bit about 
me and this idea of coming home. So Shannon Adler, incredible author, I recommend you check out some of her work. She says, and then it happens all at once and unexpectedly. That is how things happen, I suppose. You pack your bags and find yourself walking yourself home. And there's a reason why this quote struck me so deeply. And that's because I can remember the moments in my life where I packed my bags and decided that I wasn't going to live this flashy, fake life that wasn't me and started walking myself home. And so I want to let you guys know that you're here for a reason, whether it's listening to this podcast, going through what you're going through on this planet, even in general, you're here for a reason. Something has happened in your life that has likely led you to say no fucking more of this shit. No more poor me, no more excuses, no more being fake, no more hiding my light, no more not knowing or pretending not to know, no more. I'm ready to show up and to be me and to feel good. And here you all are with me listening to this podcast, walking this path together towards our own separate versions of what home is. And for that, I need you guys to know that I am forever grateful and I appreciate every single one of you. Your journey is happening and opening up for you in perfect timing. There is not a moment, a tear, a joyful memory, a block that is out of place. Everything is in perfect alignment and happening at the exact perfect time. And it is difficult to remember this in times of extreme hurt. When I lost my father about three years ago, I remember saying, you know, I want to believe that everything is happening in perfect timing, but I cannot fucking figure out why this is going on. And so if you're in that place, I am there with you. I've been there. I know that sorrow and that pain just like you. And even though you're in the thick of it right now and you may not be able to see the light, I want you to know that it is there, that there is a reason, there is a purpose. And if you start to ask what that is, your inner knowing, your intuition, your inner voice will start to show you what that looks like. So I want to give you a little bit of a backstory on how and why I started this podcast and kind of what has led me here. When I was growing up, um, I was the chatty Kathy. I was, I was always talking. I always had something to say. I always had an opinion. I always needed to be heard. I needed to speak my truth and I needed to do it often and without judgment. And I did that for a very, very long time and a very long part of my life. And at some point along the way, I stopped. And so probably about three months ago now, I was sitting in a room of about 200 people 
who are just doing such amazing, incredible things in the world. And I had this realization as they were all getting up to share their experiences. Um, the, the program was called LCD, is Leadership Coaching Dynamics. And as they were standing up to share, I got this, this ping of, of jealousy almost of like this. Why can't I share like that? Why can't I? And I realized that I was blaming, shaming, and justifying why I couldn't pick my butt up, stand up, and share my story and my takeaways. I was telling myself that what I had to say and that my input wasn't good enough. And I was moved to tears in that moment because I realized that I had let the world shape me. I had let others choose what I looked like. I had let others determine how I showed up in the world. And I made a decision at that moment in time that I would no longer let fear and other people guide who I was and how I showed up. You see, I can't remember the exact moment, but I can remember points in my life where I was told that like the way that I spoke, the amount that I spoke was too much, was too much. And it was sitting in that room full of 200 people who I didn't know who are crushing their businesses and are radically changing the personal development world too. I had this divine download that one of my gifts and that all of our gifts on this planet are those things that other people can't handle in you. And that for me is my voice. And so I want to point out that every single one of us on this planet has a gift. We are all given gifts, things that we're good at, things that come naturally to us. And as we grow up and we start to show those things, as children, we, we let them out freely because we have no fear. We have no judgment. We haven't yet been molded and brainwashed into these beings that do as we're told and be as we are and try to fit in. Um, and so we share those parts of us as kids. And when others start to see that, when our peers start to see those pieces of us that really do light us up and bring us joy and are just the full embodiment of who we are. If they're not also allowing their gifts to show, then they will often attack your own, right? They're living in fear and not in abundance. And when they see someone else's light poking through and they're not honoring their own light, they feel the need to squash it. And this happens throughout life all the time, right? Since I've stepped into this place of owning my voice and owning that people, you know, want to hear from me and want to learn some of the things that I've been through and how I'm growing from it, other people came out of the woodwork to belittle me and to try and squash me down. Those people are coming from a place of fear, Right? They're seeing me finally start to 
acknowledge the light that is within me and my gift and my power, which is my voice. And because they're not living in their own, they can sometimes operate from this place of fear and try to tear you back down there with them, right? Then you have the exact opposite people. And these are the people who you want to pay attention to is, you know, if you're not sure what your gift zone is, if you're not sure what your purpose or your passion here is on this planet, I want you to ask yourself what people um, compliment you for. What do they say thank you for? What do they tell you you're good at without asking? What do you do so well that you don't even have to think about it? You just do it. Those are your gifts. That is your gift to the world. That is what you have to offer. And that is powerful. So if you're someone who's feeling like, I don't have a gift, I don't have, um, you know, I don't have something like that, I want you to start paying attention in your day to day to what people say thank you for or where you get compliments on. That is your light poking through. I remember sitting in LCD, um, the training, and saying to myself, and I guess to the universe in a way, you know, if this is my gift, send me signs. If this is my gift, send me some kind of clues and that this is what I'm meant to do. And it started that weekend where I think I might have shared more than anyone else in that room. I came to be known as Coraline, the girl from Toronto, Canada. I'm not even from Toronto, guys. I'm actually from living currently in a small town in Ontario. Um, but I left that conference and there wasn't a single person sitting in that room who didn't know my name. And not only that, but I had countless people come up to me and thank me for sharing. And that was my first tip from the universe that like this is what I was meant to be doing is speaking honoring my voice, sharing my voice, empowering other men, women, children, whatever it might be to own those pieces of themselves and to guide them through this life with my voice. Um, I returned home and started doing live videos and people kept asking for more and for more and for more until finally I was like, I don't know how to reach more people. I'm just going to start a podcast. <laughs> and so that's, that's where we are. That's that's how this came to be. And so I don't want you guys to think that I'm doing this and it feels, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want you to think that I'm just flowing through this. There's a lot of fear here, right? There's a lot of stories from my past that I am un that I'm unfolding and that I'm working through by taking this, okay? I used to be, as a child, I was outspoken. I was pretty blunt. I was even, you might even say very candid. Okay. Um, and somewhere along the way that, that version of me got torn down, right? I was sent to the principal's office for talking too much. I was always told to be quiet. Um, you know, when a girl attacked me and I started screaming back at her, you know, I'm the one who got in trouble. Um, I was told that I was mean for speaking my truth and telling someone where to go when they deserved it. And guys, they're, Standing up for yourself is not mean. Um, you know, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And looking back with hindsight, was that probably the best, kindest words that I could have chosen? You know what? No. But I was also like 16. Um, and we all make freaking mistakes. So regardless, what I learned through adolescence really was that my voice was too much for people. It hit home 
for people too often. You know, in my past relationship, he kind of said to me, you know, you always know just how to push my buttons. And I realized that that's, that's a gift of the light and also a gift of the dark, right? That's, I'm able to figure out what people's deepest pain points are. And in the past, as someone who is operating out of fear, I would use those pain points to get my way and to, you know, tenderly poke in places that maybe wasn't so comfortable for people to be poked. Um, and what I'm realizing now is that those are the places where people need radical shift and radical transformation. Um, you know, when people talk to me about my voice that used to frustrate me, you know, like it bothers me now when people in the past year or two have said to me, like, this isn't who you are, Corlin. Like you're just letting people walk all over you. Like that's been said to me, right? Like, I don't understand who you are. And it used to make me so, so mad. It was a pain point of mine, right? That was other people poking me where it hurt. And those places that hurt so bad when people poke you, actually, you know what? It almost hurts so good when they poke you there. Those are the places and those are the signs that you need to do some work there and that there's a lesson to be learned from that tenderness that is that moment. Um, because of that tenderness, because of because of the way that I that people reacted to my voice growing up, I slowly and tediously hid it away, right? And the more that I did that, the more that I hid that, the more people walked all over me, the sadder I got, the more depressed I got, the more anxious I got. Um, and it wasn't until, until recently when I went to this conference that I realized, you know, that is the place that I need to work on the most. I need to to stick up for myself again, right? I need to participate in the conversation from a place of knowing I can add value. I don't have to be the version of me that makes other people comfortable. I need to be the version of me that makes me lighten the fuck up. That is my job here. My job and your job is not to make the people around you happy. Your job is to make you happy. And when you do that, when you decide to take back your power to focus on your happiness and your joy, when you start to use whatever your voice is or whatever your gift is, sorry, mine being my voice, for the greater good, when you start stepping into that, people will latch on to you. Your people. Your people. And so here I am. And I'm not going to lie to you, okay, guys? It wasn't easy. It's not easy sitting here on this podcast, being this raw and open with you about this part of me that I've suppressed for so long is not easy. You know, there's still that fear voice inside my head right now that says people are going to listen to this and go, what the fuck is this girl on? Those aren't my people. And I know that those are not my people. No matter what you choose in this life, people are not going to like you. You're going to piss someone off. You're going to make someone unhappy. Your choices are going to 
not make sense to other human beings. And that's not only normal, but we also have to remember that that has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. When people come at you from a place of, you know, you made me angry and you, 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 and there's no ownership there on their part of how they're feeling and why they're feeling that way, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. And so in taking back your power and figuring out what your power is and understanding what your gifts are, people are going to get angry and people are going to be upset, but you have to know that it is not about you. Those people are not your people. If you're listening to this podcast and I'm striking a chord or you're getting angry, it's not that you're not my people, but you have some work to do, right? You've got some inner work to do. And it's hard work. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's easy work. Sometimes opening up my journal each morning is one of the most challenging things to do because I know that I can't control what's going to flow out the end of my pen, what emotions are going to come out. And I got to sit with them all. I got to let them rise up, right? Emotions that I've been suppressing for years, years. And so you are my people. You're here now and listening. And I'm only finding my people because I've stepped into my light, into my power. And that's how you're going to find your people too. And who are my people? Well, if I imagine you, you're vibrant. You're magical as fuck. You're intrigued and also terrified by your inner compass, that gut feeling. You're craving love, like deep-rooted love. You're probably a pretty sexual human being. You want intimacy like nothing you've ever felt before. You're in search of a deeper, greater meaning. You're looking for more in-depth relationships with yourself. And as a result of that, other people. And you're here to walk the journey towards sharing your light, no matter what the fuck that looks like to others. I wanted this episode to be an intro about who I am. And that's when I realized that, one, I don't matter in the grand scheme of things. The reason that I matter is because I've gone through things that I can relate to other human beings. And so I will be seeding, obviously, bits of me throughout every episode and my stories and my journey as I figure everything out, as I start to not determine who I am or discover who I am, but to uncover who I am, to uncover the woman, the girl, the soul that I was born into this world as before society came in and shat all over everything it is that we want and tries to make us all the same. And that brings me to another quote that I love. And what I want you guys to know is that your people are going to be mirrors of you. 
right? Your people are going to teach you things about yourself. Your people are going to be... If you got out a pen and you wrote down a definition of who your people are, what you think they are, I want you to do that, actually. I want you guys to get out a pen and I want you to write down. If you had to describe who your people are, you know, what they do, how they think, how they feel, what they're yearning for, where they show up in their lives, how they act. Write that down. And then I want you guys to read that over again. Because that person, your people, that's you. That is who you are craving to show up as. That is who you are. Now your job is just to go fucking find it. Uncover it, rather. So anyways, Lang Liev, I might say their last name wrong. Anyways, she has a quote. And I love bits of it, but I don't quite agree with it all. But I want to dive into it anyways. She says, What if I told you that one day you will meet a girl who is unlike anyone else you've ever known? She will know all the right things to say. She knows what makes you laugh. She knows what turns you on. She knows what drives you wild, and best of all, you will do for her exactly what she does for you. When will I meet her? Well, let's put it this way, she says. She doesn't even exist yet. I love this quote. At least, I love the first half of it. This, this incredible girl, right? This idea of this beautiful woman who's unlike anyone else you've ever known. She knows all the right things to say. She knows how to make you laugh. She knows how to turn you on. She knows what drives you wild. And she shows up for you as this exact mirror image of how you show up for her. Now, Lang Liev, she thinks that this girl doesn't exist yet. And that's where I disagree. I think that that girl, that that woman, that human being she's talking to, that soul she is talking about, not only does she exist, but she is you. She is you once you uncover and undo all of the work that society has done to shape you into the perfect person who follows the rules. I kind of think of life, and this is, might be a really weird analogy, but I'm going to go with it anyways. When we think of an artist, like a sculpturalist, right? Say a rock sculpturalist. Um, they get this large piece of rock, and they chisel out of it this beautiful work of art. And a lot of people think that we're born on this planet as this rock, essentially, and as we go through the motions of this life, pieces of us get chipped out and parts of us get worn down by the weather. And somewhere along the way, this beautiful sculpture is born. That's how people think about life. 
right? We start as this thing that's ready and waiting to be shaped and molded and turned and curated into this being, into this beautiful piece of work. And then one day we just are, you know, we just are this beautiful thing. And the way I think of it is actually the exact opposite. I think, I think of this life as the exact opposite. I think that we are born that incredibly beautiful, chiseled work of art. I think the sculpture came first. And I think as we go through life, we walk around and people stick gum on us and people throw mud at us and, you know, stories and circumstances and our mind pack shit all over that statue. You know, we, we eat too many cakes and next thing you know, you know, this statue has gained, you know, 20 pounds or whatever. And next thing you know, you're no longer this beautiful work of art. You're just this kind of crazy, weird, swollen, inflamed blob that's walking the planet. You don't really know who you are, but you're here. And I think the work comes when you realize, when you have that moment of no more, no more excuses, no more poor me, no more hiding my light, no more not showing up, no more being fake, no more allowing this fucking meat suit to tell me whether or not these jeans look good or whether or not I can wear X today. When you decide, when, when you have that moment, when you have that shifting moment of no fucking more, what you do is you start peeling off the gum that people stuck on you, right? You go and you take a shower and you shower off all the disgusting mud that the planet has thrown at you, telling you you're not good enough and telling you you don't have enough possessions and everything else, right? And then it just comes to be about not building a new structure, but uncovering the incredible person and the incredible being that has always been there. It's not that you're trying to create someone new. You're trying to listen to yourself. You're trying to dig deeper into who you are. You know, sometimes people see these, these crazy weight loss transformations, for example, right? We see these people who you know, are heavier set. Maybe they've got 20, 50, 100 pounds to lose. And we always say like, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of this new person you've become. Are you fucking kidding me? That incredible human being was under that all along. Don't disservice someone by saying that their physical body alone wasn't enough. So what bothers me about physical transformation photos is that it doesn't show you what the fuck is on the inside. Those abs have always been there. The muscles to create that structure have always been there. It's just a matter of uncovering it. It's a matter of allowing that light and that human being to come through. And what, what we don't know, we don't realize about weight loss photos is that it wasn't as easy as eating well and going to the gym. Oftentimes, guys, when we have excess weight on our bodies, excess fat on our bodies, that, that is there to protect us. That is there because we have suppressed something in ourselves and we are not showing up as us. That's where that comes from. When we hold on to emotional baggage and stories and pieces of ourselves that aren't us, when we 
become misaligned with that beautiful statue, we start to carry the weight of the world of others' expectations on us. That's how, that's what, that's what that before photo is. That's that person trying to carry everyone else's expectations of them and not listening to themselves and listening to their heart first. So what you don't see in these transformation photos, and what drives me freaking nuts is the mental work that that person had to go through, the boundaries that they had to set in their own lives, the amount of dedication it took to honor themselves enough to follow their own light and to uncover the beautiful person who was always there. They did not create a beautiful human being. They uncovered what was already there and just buried in a slew of societal shit. And so I love the quote by Langliev. I love it. But I think she gets it wrong. I think she gets it wrong. And you know, one of the things that I discovered at this um, leadership coaching dynamics training that we went to is that and I've shared it with so many of you already, is that, you know, we're not broken. We're constantly saying, who am I? Like, what am, how do I show up? Like, what do I want in this world? And the thing is, is you, you buy all these things, these external things that you think are going to help you figure it out, right? Um, you know, you lose the weight and all of a sudden you're still not happy. I've done that. I've been 120 pounds. I've been 200 pounds. And right now I'm somewhere in the middle and I'm the happiest I've ever been. Because what we do when we buy, when we cereal buy self-help books and when we get new eyelashes and go get facials and all these things, part of that is self-love 100%. But when you're doing that with the intention of becoming something you don't think you are, you're still losing sight of that beautiful, incredible sculpture that you were created to be in that perfect version of yourself, right? The girl who's led like anyone else you've ever known. The girl who knows all the right things to say, who makes you laugh, who knows what turns you on, who drives you wild, and best of all, she shows up for you exactly as you show up for her. God, I love Langliev. So this podcast was meant to be an introduction to who I am and some of my stories. And I realized that I'm still uncovering the mud. I'm still tearing it down. I'm still figuring that out. And it's okay if you are. And so I wanted to close this today, guys, by letting you know that this space is safe. This space is where you can show up in whatever format lights you up. And if that's you know, wearing makeup and all dressed up and going out for a night on the town, then show up as that incredible version of you. And if that's wearing your house coat and not washing your hair for three days and, you know, eating a smoothie bowl in your underwear, then show up as her. I'm going to show up as me. And I know that as I do that, the bits and pieces of that incredible statue that I was born into will start to surface. And that as I follow what lights me up, you guys will be guided to follow what lights you up. But I will say this, if you're someone who's currently feeling extremely lost, maybe you're in a state of anxiety, maybe you're in a state of depression, 
you're not honoring yourself. You're not asking yourself the right questions and you're not giving yourself space to answer. You run through this life possibly like I do and sometimes, like I did and sometimes still do, just going for the next milestone, right? Just getting the next badge of honor, just trying to figure out the next best thing. You are the best thing that you can ever spend your time, money, and energy on. And it's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be easy and glamorous and, you know, this perfect linear timeline. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be moments of weakness and strength. There's going to be tears. But at the end of the day, you have to be the one to decide that you're ready to step into that crazy, beautiful, incredible version of you that you know you are. No one else is going to make that choice for you. You have to decide to take back your power, whatever that might be. You have to decide that you are worth it. And that that amazing person that you were born into this world as is worthy of showing her face. And guys, one of the ways that I did this for myself was in realizing that I was not the only person going through and feeling the things that I was. And all of a sudden, my life went from being all about me to being all about how can I share my journey to benefit anyone else. And when I started doing that, I realized that there was a slew of people going through the exact same thing who needed a community where they could just be themselves, where they could walk the path towards home and who could embrace the ups and the downs along the way. So maybe you haven't decided to pack your bags and find yourself on the journey towards home towards the true you. And if that's the case, then I encourage you to stick around, to tune into my next episode, and to notice what lights you up every moment of every day, and to follow that relentlessly, because that's who you are. That little flutter in your stomach when you think about going to spin class, or when you think about painting, or you think about having just incredible sex, maybe. Like, that's who you are, right? That's, that's who you're brought here to be. I've gone on long enough. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this episode, I would be forever grateful if you could please, please do me a solid and leave me a review on iTunes, on whatever podcast um platform you're listening on to. Um, if you could visit the blog CorlinHazelwood.com, leave a comment on the blog post post about this episode, um, share it with your friends and family and anyone who you think might benefit from this. My goal is to help as many people as possible step into 
the beautiful sculpture that they already are to own their light and to allow themselves to be whole, complete, and well in every moment of every day, regardless of what that external appearance is. You guys are amazing human beings. And the sooner that you quiet the mind and allow that incredible girl from that quote to talk to you and to help you guide your way on this planet, um, the sooner you'll find yourself not only at home, but living a life of love and abundance and joy and delight and everything else you've been thinking that just doesn't exist is like this pipe dream. It does exist. You are worthy of it. And I'm walking that path toward it with you. Every single day, I want you guys to walk towards the feelings that you want and to leave behind those feelings that maybe you don't align with. I am walking towards intimacy, pleasure, empowering, and freedom. And I'm walking away from hurt, fear, shame, and poor tasting ice cream because ain't nobody got fucking time for that. <laughs> I love you guys all to bits and I will chat with you on the next episode. <laughs>